Hello, you're listening to Medical School with Michaela. The goal of this podcast is to talk about neuropathy today. We'll be talking about polyneuropathies and mononeuropathies. So, general characteristics for polyneuropathy. These are generally inherited or they can be acquired, and they're diseases of the peripheral nervous system, and they can cause pain, decreased sensation, and um, disrupted motor function. There are many causes, which I'll go over. So the infectious causes can be HIV, viral hepatitis, leprosy, Lyme disease, and syphilis. Nutritional deficiencies can be B6 or B12 deficiency. Drugs that can cause this include amniodarone, chloroquine, heroin, hydralazine, isoniazid, metronidazole, nitrofurantoin, phenytoin, statins, and vincristine. So think about the different kinds of um conditions that go with all of those and then think about a clinical vignette that might uh, describe that a person has polyneuropathy after having oh I don't know bacterial vaginosis um lymphoma multiple myeloma monoclonal gammopathy um and perineoplastic syndrome can cause there can be um hematology oncology causes of this genetic can include charcot marie Tooth syndrome toxins include diphtheria ethanol heavy metals organophosphates tetanus and tick paralysis and others include things like chronic liver disease diabetes end stage um kidney disease or renal disease hypothyroidism um amyloidosis and um Guillain-Barre as well as porphyria so what are the clinical characteristics? These generally involve multiple nerves, and they have to for it to be polyneuropathy. There is symmetrical sensory loss, pain or weakness in the distal lower extremities. And it's usually the longer nerves affected first, which is why we have that stocking glove distribution that we talk about when we're talking about peripheral neuropathy. The diagnosis is through a good history. You want to know about a family history of neuropathy, history of substance Um, abuse or toxin exposure, past medical history, including diabetes or alcohol abuse, medication and medications. The patients may also present with a decreased pinprick or pinprick or absent deep tendon reflexes, or they can have pain. It can be any of those. But if you're thinking they have neuropathy, you want to check for all of those. Also, you want to look um, for the presence of Pez cavus or hammer toes, and that would point us to a hereditary uh, neuropathy such as Charcot Marie Tooth syndrome. We can also make a diagnosis by using an EMG or a nerve conduction study that can help us figure out um, the neuropathy and determine if the disease is axonal or demyelinating. Treatment would be to treat the underlying cause if it's found, and then pain has to be controlled, so you can use something like amitriptyline pregabalin, gabapentin, or duloxetine. Also, consulting with physical medicine can help with braces or other walking aids because these people may have trouble walking. So, moving on to mononeuropathy. That involves a single nerve, and that's usually due to entrapment, compression, or trauma. The things that we'll be talking about are carpal tunnel syndrome, tibial tarsal syndrome, and sciatica, as well as ulnar nerve compression. So, talking about carpal tunnel next to ulnar nerve compression actually makes the most sense because of where you tend to see the symptoms. So, carpal tunnel is your most common mononeuropathy that's seen in primary care. Your risk factors include diabetes, repetitive wrist activities, rheumatoid arthritis, hypothyroidism, obesity, and family history. Some of the causes are idiopathic, however. Patients can present present with numbness, 
pain or tingling in the thumb, index, and long finger, as well as half of the ring finger, and it often wakes the patient up at night. They can have weakness or atrophy of the thanar eminence, which is a later finding, and the diagnosis is made clinically by subjective symptoms, positive Tennels test, and Phalen's test, as well as an EMG. But if you have a positive Tennels test and a Phalen's um, test, those usually tell you the diagnosis. And so remember, Tennels is tapping, and so tapping on the thanar eminence can tell you uh, if the patient actually has it. And then also, Phalen's is having them keep their wrists together, which tries to irritate the median nerve. Treatment usually is is involved in removing repetitive flexion ex- uh, removing repetitive flexion extension of the wrist. Uh, you can splint the wrist, you can use NSAIDs, you can do steroid injection, and you can do um, a decompression surgery if everything fails. So talking about the ulnar nerve compression actually is side by side because you think about the nerve distribution in the hand, which makes more sense. So we talked about carpal tunnel and how that's the first three fingers, the thumb, the index finger, and part of the middle finger. And then with ulnar nerve compression, you have numbness, pain, and tingling in the fourth and the fifth finger um, if the ulnar nerve is compromised at the elbow. And that's due to repetitive flexion of the elbow or pressure on the ulnar nerve. So if you have someone who kind of rests their arm on their elbow, rests their elbow on like a table, that can cause them to have ulnar nerve entrapment. They can also have pain and weakness, and we treat them pretty much the same. They're treated with NSAIDs, you brace the arm in extension while sleeping, and you avoid leaning on the elbow. And again, if all else fails, you can do surgery. So, moving on to things in the legs. You can have uh, tibial tarsal syndrome, and that's due to compression of the tibial nerve. They will have um, burning pain and numbness on the bottom of the foot, primarily on the sole, and that can extend to the toes and into the heel. We treat them with non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, orthotics, braces, cortisone shots, or surgery. Sciatica, which you've probably heard of, is compression of a spinal nerve as it exits the spinal canal. It can be caused by arthritic spurs, herniation of a disc, spinal stenosis, compression fracture, or a tumor. The symptoms are often burning pain, numbness in the posterior or the lateral leg. And if the pain extends to the ankle or the foot, it's more likely to be true sciatica. The most common um, nerves which are compressed are between um, L4 and S1. And then the treatment is physical therapy and weight loss, as well as anti-inflammatories, epidural shots, and surgery. So just reviewing the different treatments for mononeuropathies, remember that in mononeuropathies, they kind of all look the same. It's just where they are. For carpal tunnel syndrome, it's part of the hand, especially the thumb, the index finger, and part of the middle finger. For tibial tarsal syndrome, it is burning pain and numbness on the bottom of the foot, primarily in the sole, but it can extend to the toes and the heel. For sciatica, it's on the posterior lateral of the leg, and it can extend down to the ankle or the foot. And for the ulnar nerve, it can be in the fourth and the fifth finger. They all kind of have the same presentation, burning pain and numbness, in a specific location. And so you think of what is it based on the quality of the pain and the presentation. And then remember, you often treat with NSAIDs and bracing. You brace what is being effective. Going back to polyneuropathy, polyneuropathy has a wide variety of causes and you want to do an appropriate workup for those causes. And then the next thing that you want to do is treat the underlying disease if possible. You also want to treat their pain. Pain can be treated with duloxetine, pregabalin, gabapentin, or amitriptyline. 
And also, you can consult physical medicine. And that is all. Thanks for listening.